You're listening to the 90 Days Later podcast with Anna Charles, episode 61. Welcome to the 90 Days Later podcast, where I show you how to stop over drinking in 90 days without missing out on life. If you're not an alcoholic, but fed up with saying yes to a drink when you mean to say no, you're in the right place. Welcome back to the podcast. Hope everything is going well for you. It is for me, and I've been thinking about this a lot at the moment about life and getting the most out of it. So I thought I'd talk today about YOLO, as my sons would would call it. You only live once. This is an interesting expression, especially when it comes to alcohol, because I don't know about you, but I know I certainly used to find myself saying this as a justification to drink. I wasn't sure if I wanted the wine, Maybe I'll be hesitating to be out with friends when they say, go on, Anna, you only live once. Or I would say that to myself. Or maybe I'm out and about and I'm not sure if I want to splurge the cash on something. Go on, you only live once. All right. As though by, it's funny, we sort of trot this out, especially especially when it comes to, you know, a piece of chocolate cake or whatever, you know, these quote unquote treats. And we say you only live once as though by not going the way of overconsumption, it actually makes you feel like you're going to be a tedious bore, right? So if you don't have the drink, that's a boring thing because, hey, you only live once. You know, you just got to just gotta go for it. It's as though you're holding yourself back from all the fun in life. But I want to offer today that this, my friend, is just a matter of opinion. And I want to help you question what you want to get from your life. But first, a few notes about pleasure. That's what it's all about. We're wired as humans to seek pleasure. We get a dopamine hit each time we move towards pleasure. Whether that means we feel the sun on our face. Oh my gosh, I had so much sun on my face today. I can't tell you how wonderful it felt. We feel pleasure at holding the hand of a loved one. Because you see, warmth and connection are two of the ingredients we need for survival. And we get pleasure from food because food is necessary for survival. So all of those elements, all of those elements of survival, we move towards those things because they give us pleasure. But we humans are inventive. You may have heard me talk about this before on the podcast. We have taken pleasure and we have supersized it. We have created artificial or sometimes called false pleasure. Things like sugar, like gambling, like porn, like alcohol. And all of these things are just so intense. They make the natural pleasure seem somehow a bit less than, right? So I'm currently in the south, been traveling south for some winter sun. And I was on the deck of a ship. I know, so funny, a couple of days ago. And I tell you to be on the deck of a ship in the evening and to have the warm breeze and the sun on my face was utterly fabulous, especially for January. And where I live, usually January is awful, right? So being on the deck there with the sun, the beautiful breeze, it was total natural pleasure. And I could feel all of it. I mean, really into my bones. But I could be sitting on that same deck at that same time with the same sun and the same nice breeze and my brain would be all about the pleasure that would be coming from the wine right because the wine is so much more intense than all those natural pleasures right because when something is intense our brain thinks it's very important this is back to survival when something feels good it's what our brain moves towards but our brain doesn't know 
doesn't intellectually know that white wine isn't essential to my survival. But with the wine, the dopamine response is so is so strong. So then, as I said, nothing else really seems to hit the spot. So if I'd been sitting out there a couple of years ago, put me back on that deck a couple of years ago with a white wine, the sun would have felt nice, yes, but it wouldn't have felt as good as it would have done sitting there with the wine, right? So my pleasure from that warm breeze on a ship's deck in the sun would have felt less compared to a wine, even though being on a ship's deck in the sun in a warm breeze sounds and is utterly fantastic. It's all to do with how we think about the experience and it's all to do with our brain seeking ever more dopamine. Our brain is going to want to almost downplay the sun and all those wonderful things because it wants the wine. Because it wants the dopamine. It wants more dopamine, at least the same amount of dopamine just to get through, just for it to be enough. Do that enough, chase the dopamine enough and you get into addiction. But for my clients and for where I was, that we're not talking about addiction. I like to talk about it as, it's as though our dopamine receptors have got a bit gunked up, right? The dopamine readings are off so that our brain can't see what's there because of all the gunk, because they've just been so overutilized with all the intensity of all the wine, you know, all the readings are just a little bit off. But here's what happens. When we extricate alcohol from our lives or when we just drink less, in time, our dopamine receptors will recalibrate. If we stop overloading them, they will flush themselves out and be cleaner. At least that's how I like to see it because that's how it feels. And you get to this point, right, where you aren't overloading yourself with wine and alcohol and all that intense dopamine. And you really will start to appreciate the natural pleasures more, truly. It's weird that it's not as though things feel less. It really isn't. It's as though you rediscover all the pleasure that was surrounding you all the time in the first place. It's just that you couldn't see it because you almost were kind of laser focused on the wine, right? Those pleasures, those natural pleasures are dulled into insignificance versus a glass of wine. And they then become stronger the lesser role alcohol plays in your life. I remember being actually really astounded by this because I had gone around convinced that life would be dreary without alcohol. So I really didn't, to start with, didn't have any firm intention to give up entirely. But I'm telling you now, life is anything but dreary without it. I cannot express in words the delight to you I get at drinking a glass of cold water out of a wine glass at the end of a long day. It's my go-to drink. So that's my first point, right? We are surrounded by ways to experience natural pleasure that will come to the fore as we ease off the dopamine intense wine. And talk about only living once. You only live once to see that sunset. You only live once to see that flower. You only live once to have that connection with a loved one. Next, I want to talk about contrast because it's through contrast that you can live every day to the full. This is really YOLO, as my son would say. Now, let me give you an example. I love Christmas. We've just had Christmas go. I really, really love Christmas. I love everything about it. I love it from the food to the carols. And in fact, this year, my, my family and I, we queued for an hour to attend carols at St Paul's Cathedral in London. There were so many thousands of people there. We didn't even get in. Uh, after queuing for an hour, in fact, just over an hour. 
So then what we did was we sang carols in the car as we drove away. We drove to another service. We joined a throng outside a church on the heath in the cold, right? And we, then we sang to our heart's content there. So we did all this queuing and all this just getting ready just for the sheer pleasure of the carols. I love this. And so I love, I love Christmas, right? I love the stockings on the end of the bed. I love seeing my children all together in one place, the country waltz, the kitschy films. I love all of it. And this past year, 2022, we had a particularly good Christmas in my family. But by the 4th of January, I was raring to go. We had the decorations down. We had the place clean from top to bottom. Everything was packed away and I was ready to get down to business. I was ready to get into the studio, to record my podcast, to come up with new ways to serve my clients, to find new ways to tell people and reach people and help people so they could see they don't have to live with the struggle of over drinking. Right? Now, why would I mention this? Because it's the contrast that creates the experience. I had a great Christmas, but then I wanted to get down to work. Now, it just so happens I love my job. I love, love, love my job. So this actually doesn't really feel like work, work, but you get my drift. If every day were like Christmas, then we wouldn't enjoy it as much. Work and play go side by side. The one is enhanced by the other. As to when things are going well versus not so well, I often talk about life being 50-50. There are times we're going to feel sad, frustrated, tired, angry. It's just a part of life. And being able to feel those feelings when they come, that's where true power comes from. But we so often don't do that. So often, we, when we feel these quote-unquote negative emotions, like frustration, sadness and so on, we seek things that give our brains a big reward that will create pleasure and change how we feel. We, you know, we hurry to get out of these emotions. We seek external pleasure so we'll feel better. External pleasure from things like alcohol. Or maybe we'll distract ourselves from how we're feeling. Right? We want to push those emotions away. But here's what I offer. Nothing has gone wrong. We're human. Feeling emotions is part of the journey. And if it were Christmas every day, we wouldn't even experience the same level of high pleasure. Even me, who's a bit of a Christmas nut. right? We'd have to supersize our version of Christmas each new day. Imagine how scary that would be. So I offer that contrast is essential to living a full life in terms of what we do, in terms of how we feel, in terms of our ability to tell ourselves, yeah, we do only live once. Okay, so what do you do if you are spurred on to drink by this feeling of YOLO, you only live once? If you're talking yourself into doing things like drinking or maybe shopping and eating and all those other things to ward off negative emotions, what if you're a pleasure seeker, right? First, acknowledge it without judgment because it makes sense because we do only live once, right? So you can tell yourself, yeah, I do only live once. But then I want you to ask yourself, how do you want that life to be? Do you want it to be about just getting by, about dialing down the contrast and staying in a semi-comfortable fog do you want to be using wine to wind down each night and cocktails when we're out on the town? There's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you want for yourself, totally fine. But you're listening to me on this podcast today, so I guess you want more. Now, I will tell you, I'm human. Yes, I am. I've checked. And I don't like feeling sad or anxious or frustrated any more than any of you do. Definitely not. 
But the difference is I'm no longer afraid of these emotions. I'm not saying I run towards them, but I don't bat them away. I know, I recognise, understand and accept there are going to be times when I feel a bit off, when I feel bored or sad, or just a bit miffed or angry even. And that's okay. I don't need to absent myself from my own life through wine or anything actually. I'm willing to be present in my life 100% of the time. Okay, so here's the how. how. How do we do this? You might be saying, how do I do this? How do I do this? First, I want you to acknowledge how you're feeling. So for instance, you could say out loud, I'm feeling angry or I'm feeling shame. Or, I'm feeling I'm going to miss out from the party if I don't have a drink. And then I want you to stay present with this awareness. You can celebrate it even. Celebrate the awareness. Especially if you're someone who can pour and drink a glass without even realising what you're doing, which was me. Just being aware that there's something going on with your feelings right now is worth celebrating. Third, validate that it's okay that you feel that emotion. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean anything about you. But what are you telling yourself is wrong or silly about this? Ask yourself that. Fourth, I want you to explore. Can I stay present and can I be curious enough to explore how I'm feeling right now? Because when you know that none of your emotions are bad or wrong, right, you just accept that. And if, say, let's say I'm feeling frustrated right now, get curious and ask why. Then maybe you find, well, because I had a row with my husband. Well, of course it makes sense you're going to be feeling frustrated. Nothing has gone wrong. You don't need to react to it. But then ask yourself, what is it I'm seeking in that moment? Perhaps I want to feel heard or perhaps I want to feel loved or perhaps I want to feel calm. And then ask yourself, how can you get that feeling for yourself without alcohol? And then repeat. So this is all about acknowledging what you're feeling, staying present with that, validating that's okay, and then getting curious and asking why it's happening and how you can get that feeling without reaching for the wine. The more you do this, the more you open yourself up to whatever life brings you, whatever challenges you may face, whatever, 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 you, my friend, will be living a full life. You will do more. You will be more. You will back yourself more. Because there's no feeling you aren't willing to feel. You'll put yourself forward for a promotion at work because you won't fear the feeling of rejection if your boss says no. That's living once, right? You'll do the presentation in front of a huge crowd because you don't fear the feeling of embarrassment if you dry up on stage. I've been there, done that. If things don't go to plan, you know you'll learn from them and you'll be willing to try again and then repeat. You will have an experience that really, really sums up you only live once without a sip of alcohol passing your lips. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, if what I say makes sense, if you've been able to take what I say and apply it to your life, if you want to go further, if you want to be through with this struggle, I can help. Apply to coach with me. It will change your life. Go to 90dayslater.co and click on the big blue button, book a call. I look forward to speaking with you and I'll see you next week. 
If you like what you're learning in the podcast and you want to take the work further and achieve total freedom around alcohol, let's talk. I help my clients stop reaching for that first glass of wine the moment 6pm rolls around and they don't miss out on life. And we do it in 90 days. The effect is permanent. Email me for more information on anna at 90dayslater.co. And if you did enjoy the show, I'd really appreciate if you'd leave a rating and review to help others find the 90 Days Later podcast.